Indeed. It's the end of the world as we know it. And I feel fine. Or do I? I don't even know how to feel right about now, y'all. But I know one thing's for certain. WrestleMania 36 is dead. Dead and gone. And I know the reason it was moved to the Performance Center instead of being postponed. Plus, I got some news on the Chris Benoit movie coming out at the end of the month. All this and more on the quarantined edition of the Highlight Reel. Welcome to the highlight reel, y'all. <laughs> wow. It's been a tumultuous, unprecedented year, man. And we're only in March. You know, I'm not a religious man. I mean, not really. I do believe in God or at least a higher power of some sort. That's for sure. But I don't subscribe to any particular church or religion or creed. But right about now... <laughs> I think it's time to start praying, y'all. I mean, since I was a kid, you know, I grew up in a Christian household myself. And over the years, I've always heard, you know, certain people saying the end is near. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? The end times are near. God is coming. You better get close to God because God's coming. The end times is here the, or the end is near. Blah, blah, blah. You know the rest. It's one of those kind of things that just go in one ear and out the other but man if somebody if anybody out there says the end is near today i might just take them seriously right about now i mean real talk this year has been wild man since the very beginning too really i mean just a very bizarre start to a brand new year we're only in march like i said we're only in march let that sink in for a minute we're only in march <laughs> three months in of 2020 is wild this coronavirus pandemic you know i initially was one of the skeptics you know i was always i was saying like man every few years we get a big virus you know y'all remember the zika virus ebola ebola was supposed to be the one that was gonna end it all right y'all remember that i mean um the swine flu h1n1 
And by the way, it really sucked to be Mexican during the swine flu. <laughs> you know? Now the Chinese people here today, now they know what we felt like. You know, during H1N1, during the swine flu back in the day. They was all looking at us like we were all infected. But uh, what separates the coronavirus, though, from all this is it's going to last a lot longer. At least that's what the, the quote-unquote experts are saying. As of now, in March, it can be another six months before there is a known cure for the coronavirus. So now we have the NBA, the MLB, NFL, XFL, NHL, etc. All shutting down their regular seasons. We might even have curfews in place now. That, that's literally being talked about now. The U.S. government might start issuing out curfews, y'all. It's, it's wild, bro. It is wild. I never thought I would live to see something like this happen. You know, where I live, Riverside, California, uh, most restaurants and bars are all closed down now. And you can still go through the drive throughs and also order food. I believe some restaurants even allow like a, a small capacity of patrons. I'm not sure exactly how that works. But it's, it's wild, man. It's wild. People is out here panicking and buying up all the goddamn toilet paper. <laughs> I mean, I'm a I'm an Amazon delivery associate. And that's that's literally all I've been delivering is fat ass loads of toilet paper. Y'all want to be so paranoid about this virus. I got some news for you. This virus is the least of your worries. <laughs> okay. You know what I'm saying? You want to stock up on food and vegetables and, and water. Your toilet paper, you know, that's that's the least of your worries, man. Ass wiping is the least of your problems. You could take a dump and go wash your ass in the shower. <laughs> I'm just saying. You ain't got to buy up all the goddamn toilet paper, man. You know, stores are being completely emptied. I mean, this shit is looking apocalyptic right now. Real talk. It, it really is. Like, like a movie. Now, on, on a lighter note. I just want to say, we will get through this, man. You know, we will get through this. This virus, really, it's just the flu. That's all it is. The coronavirus, it's another strain of the flu that they just ain't have a cure for. You know what I mean? Like, when, when, we, get a, when we get the common cold and we, and we get the flu or whatever, we could take antibiotics for it, right? We could take our, our NyQuil, our, our, our severe flu medicine. But this coronavirus, that's what separates it and what's turning it into a pandemic is there is no antibiotics for this. You could get the coronavirus and take some NyQuil. That ain't going to really help. <laughs> you know, it's like a different strand, like a different strain of the flu. But the flu, no less. So really, this virus is only truly dangerous for the elderly and for infants. And also for people out there with pre-existing conditions. But for the majority of us, this virus is basically just the flu on steroids. Like I said, you know, but we will get through this. Even if it does take them half a year to come up with a vaccine for it or whatever. I doubt it. I doubt it's going to take, you know, six months. I, I predict this will be completely eradicated within four months at the most, at the very most. I mean, um, I could be wrong about that. I could have, and I already read an article not long ago that a tech company in California found a cure already for it. So I, I don't know what's going on. Uh, but nonetheless, we will make it through, y'all. Be calm. 
sit down, sip some tea. It's going to be all right. Now, I can't say the same for WrestleMania, though, because (laughs) I got news on why WWE chose to go on with the show as planned instead of postponing it. And they're going to air it live on the WWE Network from the Performance Center. And that's the main story I'm going to get into in the news section. But I also have some other news regarding the new Chris Benoit movie set to premiere at the end of this month. As well as the Hall of Fame ceremony being postponed. Um, At least that one was postponed. I'll, I'll get into that and much more in the news section coming up after a quick little break. WrestleCon was inevitably forced to cancel the annual WrestleCon events due to the coronavirus pandemic. And now the Marriott International is charging them more than $114,000 for quote-unquote liquidation damages. Kevin Owens, Adam Pearce, and Natty Nadehart would all tweet about this, fully supporting WrestleCon in the matter. By the way, it's a goal of mine also to attend a, a WrestleCon, as, as well as a Comic-Con one day. You know, WrestleCon basically an offshoot of Comic-Con, um, the annual event there. But um, Kevin Owens tweeted, quote-unquote, Before I made it to WWE, the folks at High Spots WN helped me provide for my family with events like WrestleCon. During the circumstances, and as a Titanium Elite member myself, I'm disappointed and truly disgusted by what Marriott is trying to do to those guys. Shameful. Adam Pierce and Natalia would both basically tweet pretty much in agreement with, with Kevin Owens and with each other, going as far as to say... They will take their business somewhere else. Now, by the way, for those of you who may not know, Adam Pierce, he he was an excellent indie wrestler for a long time on the indie scene. Just a really solid heavyweight grappler um, who was eventually hired by WWE. Not as an on-screen talent, obviously. Nobody's ever seen him perform on WWE TV. At least not that I know of. But they hired him as a trainer. One of the trainers at the performance centers. Adam Pierce is a real solid, fundamental dude. I'm, I'm a big nerd, y'all. I'm a big nerd. I, I used to play this game. Well, not used to. I still play it every once in a while. But it was a game called EWR, uh, Extreme Warfare Revenge, on the PC. You could download it for free. Um, it's still around. Um, it's kind of hard to find, but it's still around. But it's a game where you basically control wwe or any indie promotion or even create your own promotion and and you book everything you know you're basically you play vince mcmahon basically you know what i mean you put together shows pay-per-views storylines the whole nine and adam pierce is one of the guys i would always recruit to be a part of my promotion every time i would start a new game you know he's a real good dude 
But I concur, man. This is outrageous. You know, considering what's happening right now, um, WrestleCon would be forced to shut down either way. Either or. You know, there's no alternative here. It's not like they just, <clears throat> you know, close shop for miscellaneous reasons. They have a very, very good reason to cancel their show. Like I said, they would be forced to either way. So so the Marriott should not be invoking this fine. It's, it's um, like Kevin Owens said, it's, it's pretty shameful if I don't say so myself. A trailer is now live for the Chris Benoit documentary that's going to be done by Vice, Vice TV. Now, Chavo Guerrero, Chavito, he, along with Chris Jericho, the GOAT, um, to my surprise, they're heavily involved with this project. Uh, to my understanding, uh, Chavo Guerrero basically is a producer for this documentary, as well as Jericho. And Jericho will actually be narrating a portion of this documentary. I will definitely be tuning in just for that alone. Um, you know, let alone it's it's going to be compelling. You know, Chris Benoit, he's... We, we all know, we all know, we all know the story with Benoit, man. Nonetheless, um, they have been promoting this piece as to being a very intimate look at Benoit the person. You know, not, not the then would-be murderer of his own family, but Chris Benoit in his early years. It sheds light on his early life and what shaped him as the intense performer we all knew him to be. You know, there was actually... Going to be a full-length theatrical movie about Chris Benoit. I, I believe it was going to be called Crossface. But the Benoit family had the development of the film axed. So for them to allow this documentary to, to come to be. Clearly that tells me that everyone involved had the blessing of the Benoit family. Uh, so you know we'll see. We'll see how this documentary goes. And if it even bothers to delve into what I call easily... The darkest day in professional wrestling history. I mean, even even though <clears throat> even though the incident had nothing to do with pro wrestling itself, of the pro wrestler, and not just any pro wrestler, but Chris Benoit, he, he you know we all considered at the time possibly the greatest wrestler of all time. I mean, real talk, real talk. Chris Benoit could have probably gone down as the best wrestler ever of all time up until. That dark incident unfolded. You know, that dark day in 2007. It shook the professional wrestling world to its core, to its very foundation. And in a sense, we're all still feeling the effects of it to this very day. I mean, the Benoit murder-suicide is what ushered in the PG era in WWE. It ushered in the strict wellness policy implemented shortly thereafter, I believe. I remember Katz was getting suspended left and right for wellness policy violations, which is still happening today, by the way, albeit much, much less than at the time. The two-part, two-hour documentary premieres March 24th at 9pm. You can watch the movie on Vice TV via their website or by downloading the Vice TV app. I'll definitely be tuning into that. Perhaps I, I may even do a review on it for the pod. We'll just have to wait and see. The 2020 Hall of Fame is officially being postponed to a further date. Now, why couldn't WWE just postpone WrestleMania to another date as well? 
I'll tell you why in a minute, but it, it's looking like the 2020 Hall of Fame induction ceremony could go on during SummerSlam weekend. Of course, this is not confirmed. I want to repeat, this is not confirmed. Um, not that I know of anyway, but it seems highly likely. I even seen that the daughter of Hall of Famer <clears throat> British Bulldog or Hall of Fame inductee, I should say. He's, he hasn't actually got in yet, obviously. But the daughter of Hall of Fame inductee British Bulldog. Uh, she took to Twitter claiming that she spoke with WWE personally and they told her they are hoping to produce the ceremony during SummerSlam weekend. Now, honestly, at this point, I really don't even care about the Hall of Fame, y'all. You know, I, I don't care about the Hall of Fame ceremony or anything like that right now. I'm just hoping things get back to normal come August. I mean, for the love of God, <laughs> please <laughs> help me. <laughs> that's all we that's all we really can hope for at this point in time you know what i mean uh, i respect these legends um and everything don't get me wrong you know even though some perhaps don't really deserve to be in there <laughs> bella twins <coughs> oh the allergy uh oh uh oh i hope I, nah nah i ain't got no coronavirus now don't look at me like that i got allergies okay <coughs> i don't drink coronas i drink modelos <laughs> Like I said, man, I, I just hope things get back to normal, man. This virus, hopefully it becomes just another forgotten plague like Ebola, like the Zika virus, swine flu, etc. That's really what it all boils down to. I don't give two shits about the 2020 Hall of Fame ceremony, y'all. <sighs> Let's get to the main story of the days. WrestleMania. The grandest stage of them all, the granddaddy of them all, is officially moving to the Performance Center, live on the WWE Network, with no audience, no pageantry, no pyro, no celebrities, nada. This is unprecedented, man. Honestly, I'ma be real, you know, um... I know I haven't recorded for this pod in a long time, but I have been catching Raw and AEW Dynamite and, and whatnot, and, and, but I gotta say, I, I didn't do reviews for them, but I did see them, I have been watching, you know what I'm saying, I have been watching y'all, but um, these latest Raw and Smackdown episodes that aired from the Performance Center, I couldn't even sit through them, bro. I couldn't even sit through them. I tuned into the highlights of the shows. I didn't even watch the shows. I, I tuned into the highlights just to see what it was all about. You know, seeing the empty arena and how they could possibly pull this off. How they could even produce such a thing, you know. I mean, a, a wrestling event with no audience, it's redundant. You know what I mean? It's like, it's like I don't know, like a, a Shakespeare play with no crowd. You know, why even do it? It's the people that fuel the events. That's what pro wrestling is all about. You know, the audience is part of the story, you know? I mean... I couldn't do it, man. You know, I, I, I could not sit through Raw or SmackDown in the empty performance center. And now, now, now that, those are, you know... Raw, obviously, is a three-hour show, which is grueling as it is, even with the crowd, really. <laughs> but there's absolutely no way... That WrestleMania, which is typically eight hours, there's no way in hell I'm going to sit my ass down for eight hours 
and watch WrestleMania in an empty warehouse in Orlando, Florida, aka the Performance Center. You know, there is no way in coronavirus hell they can put an eight-hour show in an empty warehouse where they train the youngsters. No way now. Now, I have watched WrestleMania every single year since WrestleMania 2000 in Anaheim, California, which is WrestleMania 16, just to give you some perspective. I have never, ever missed a WrestleMania in 19 years. Well, ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> this might be the first WrestleMania that I intentionally skip. I mean, certainly... I don't think I'll sit there and watch the whole show at least. I, I For sure, I, I might skip ahead and maybe catch the Edge, Randy Orton match. But beyond that, I just don't think so. And this is sad, man. I mean, I, I feel bad for cats like Drew McIntyre the most. I mean, wow, man. Drew McIntyre, he was surely going to win the title. And perhaps he still is. But in an empty building... A small empty building at that, no fans, no pyro, no emotion. You know how cringe it's going to be to see Drew McIntyre holding the title in, in the air, crying and whatnot with complete silence all around him? <laughs> that's going to be cringy as hell, yo. That, that, that's assuming he's even still scheduled to win the title because who knows at this point. Man, maybe they'll just have Brock retain, perhaps for that very reason. So that way somewhere down the line in the future when they inevitably come up with a damn cure for this crap, Drew can experience that amazing moment with thousands of fans from the UK especially, you know, their loud asses, you know, singing their songs and everything on hand, witnessing it. I don't know. This is crazy stuff, man. So here's the reason WWE chose to not postpone the event. And from what I understand, it's because of contractual issues. Now, a lot of talent contracts are typically set to expire shortly after the big WrestleMania event. So hypothetically, say WWE did decide to postpone WrestleMania, there would have been a chance, a possibility that certain talents wouldn't renew their contracts, thus making a lot of time and money put into certain storylines and matches null and void. And that's one thing Vince McMahon ain't gonna allow. He ain't gonna allow his money and time to be wasted. You see what I'm saying? But I, I just, man, I still think the event should have been postponed some, some way, somehow. I mean, really... They could have figured something out. You mean to tell me all of their marquee players are finna leave after Mania? Nah, man. Come on. Maybe cats like Rusev and the Revival will surely be gone. I can buy that. But there's no way in hell. There's no way in hell WWE should be hosting WrestleMania in an empty performance center, man. It's just redonkulous. Nobody wants to see that. This is going to be the lowest rated WrestleMania of all time. It's going to be the worst WrestleMania of all time. I'm going to tell you right now. I mean, <clears throat> you know, Edge, my throat's real scratchy. See what I'm saying? I got them allergies going, man. Y'all going to think I got the coronavirus. <laughs> <coughs> Excuse me. Edge and Randy Orton, they could put on a five-star classic. AJ Styles and Undertaker could put on a five-star classic. Guess what? It ain't gonna matter. 
it ain't gonna matter. These guys could each separately put on 30-minute classics, but in an empty building, in an empty small building at that, in the performance center, ain't nobody gonna care. It ain't gonna matter. Look, man, if it were up to me, if it were all up to me, <laughs> this is fantasy land. If I was a rich billionaire, you know, owning this big company, right? If it was all up to me, I would postpone WrestleMania until quote-unquote further notice. And what I would do, what I would do is on the date WrestleMania was supposed to air, what is it, April 2nd, I think? What April 2nd, right? Or April 3rd, whatever. Whenever the date was that WrestleMania 36 was supposed to air... Um, instead, I would just air highlights from all of the prior WrestleManias into one big two or three hour package. You know, that's one thing <clears throat> that's, you know, WWE gets a lot of flack. It gets a lot of shit from a lot of people, right? But that's one thing they do better than anybody in the game is they put on the best video packages, the best documentaries, the best, you know what I mean? <clears throat> Like the Monday Night Wars and, and now the, the Ruthless Aggression docuseries, which is absolutely awesome. I highly recommend y'all check it out if you haven't. But nonetheless, like I said, I would have my my production crew put together a big two or three hour or maybe longer than that. Hell, make it an eight hour video package like WrestleMania was supposed to be. Ain't nobody want to sit for no eight hours though, man. You know, just a big two or three hour video package of all the previous WrestleMania highlights. And what I would do, this is the strategic part. What I would do is I would negotiate with the Fox Network to air that on the Fox Network on the date WrestleMania was originally scheduled to take place. And it's perfect because this would also be one huge advertisement for WWE Network subscriptions, which they desperately need, last I heard. And, you know, on a huge network, on a huge TV network like Fox, and especially considering that everybody's going to be home now, <laughs> everybody's going to be home now. Might as well watch it. I mean, take advantage of this situation. You know what I mean? Take advantage of that instead of just going on with WrestleMania on the WWE Network. Live from the empty-ass, small-ass performance center. Come on, man. Really? Y'all killing me. <laughs> Y'all killing me. Oh, man. It's gonna be garbage. It's gonna be cringe. I mean, really? <clears throat> When I sat there and watched, you know, the empty SmackDown and Raw highlights, I was cringing, man. You know, especially during some of the promos. And, you know, Edge, he cut a good promo, though. He did. He did. You know, I felt his passion and everything. Which, by the way, I read earlier in preparation for this, for this episode that Edge was having flight issues. So he couldn't fly to Raw on an airplane. So he drove like 17 hours to get to Raw in a car. Something like that. I, I think Natty Needhart tweeted. Uh, I mean, not Natty. <laughs> not Natty. <laughs> I got Natty on my mind. I don't know why. <laughs> Y'all tell her. Nah, um, Beth Phoenix. Edge's wife. His real life wife, Beth Phoenix. She kind of looks like Natty. I mean, they're similar. They were in a tag team together. The Glamazons, right? Something like that. I don't know, man. I'm a koala bear. Uh, <laughs> but, uh... Beth Phoenix tweeted that Edge drove like 14 hours or 17 hours, something like that, to beat Raw at an empty arena. At an empty arena, bro. 
That's how much he loves this business and how dedicated he is. You know what I'm saying? Because I, I wouldn't do it. If it was me, if I was Edge, but with the same consciousness that I have, my mentality, you know what I'm saying? If it was me, but in Edge's body, I wouldn't have drove no 17 or 14 hours in a car just to be at an empty place in the a, a empty performance center. Hell nah. I would have called him and be like, hey, I'm having flight issues, y'all. I can't make it. Sorry. <laughs> you know, I got a... I don't know, this coronavirus, man, is going around, but, you know, I can't be there. I, I don't know what to say. <laughs> in closing, in closing, I want to first say that I did catch AEW Revolution as well as the Super Saudi Showdown. <laughs> oh, jeez. The Super Saudi Showdown. I actually didn't even bother to watch the Super Saudi Showdown. <laughs> Until a buddy of mine texts me laughing saying that Goldberg is the new champ. I immediately had to put on the network to see it for myself because I couldn't even believe it. Absolute nonsense. But AEW Revolution was outstanding as per usual. With AEW pay-per-views and shows, man. You know, <clears throat> this whole coronavirus thing, it really messes up AEW more than anything, if you ask me. I mean, it's just poor timing, man. AEW was firing on all cylinders, and then this happens, right? When they start building all this steam up, they're, they're just... Hitting the targets left and right. 100% batting average. You know what I'm saying? They're just killing it. And then the coronavirus outbreak happens. And now you best believe they're going to have to cancel their shows as well. Or I, I don't know what they're going to do. Are, are they going to go the WWE route and, and air shows from an empty arena on TNT? Is TNT even going to be down for something like that? You know? Because I, I don't know. I'm going to have to look into that. I didn't read nothing about that. I should have actually come to think about it for, for this episode. I should have looked into that. I haven't seen anything about that. So, but I mean, either way, either way, even if, even if TNT is down for AEW airing, you know, shows from empty arenas, it's still just terrible, man. It's absolutely terrible. The AEW crowd is so special too, man. They, they jive, they get wild, they wild out, you know? I mean, this 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 outbreak it, it it messes everything up, man. You know, and I feel bad for AEW more than anything. You know, um, and I have been catching the subsequent Dynamite episodes as well. All stellar shows. That Jake the Snake promo before he revealed his client, who is who is Vance Archer, by the way. I was actually low key disappointed by that because I was really hoping that Brody Lee, aka Luke Harper. I was hoping he'd be Jake the Snake's client, you know, and I thought he would have been perfect. He kind of looks like a, like Jake the Snake a little bit, kind of. I mean, I don't know. I thought it would have been perfect, but nonetheless, Vance, Ar Vance Archer's a good dude. And um, Jake the Snake Roberts is an all-time great, man. I mean, literally, his promo, you know, where he told Cody, you never turn your back on somebody you respect or, or or no 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 you never turn your back on somebody that um 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. You never turn your back on somebody that you respect or don't like. Something along those lines. And he turned his back and walked out the ring, man. But the point is, that promo that Jake the Snake cut, it was chill-inducing. I mean, literally. You could get the chills listening to it. It was just very, very good. Um, You know... I can't wait to see um, Jake the Snake doing it, man, and, and, and everything else. I can't wait for things to just get back to normal, man. That's what it all comes down to. You know, but once again, once again, all in all, like I said at the top of the pod, we will get through this, y'all. Just stay calm. Don't panic. Don't worry. If humanity can make it through the Black Plague and the Bubonic Plague and polio and all that garbage, hot garbage, we can make it through the goddamn coronavirus. Shit, I've been drinking Coronas for years. I ain't never got sick. <laughs> Drink Modelos instead, okay? <laughs> Skip the Corona. And you want a real good Mexican beer? Get you some Carta Blanca, bro, or some Bohemia or... You know what I mean? Something like that. But Carta Blanca, that's, that's, that'd be the shits right there, boy. You want some good Mexican beer, get you some Carta Blanca. <laughs> I digress. I digress. Everything's gonna be alright, man. Everything's gonna be alright. No woman, no crime. <laughs> Everything's gonna be alright. Uh, usually my closing tagline is don't forget to tip your waitresses (laughs) but now with everything shutting down and with everything that's going on i'm just gonna say don't forget to wash your hands okay you know what i'm saying carry some hand sanitizer with you don't get too close to anybody if it isn't necessary and wear a rubber man okay you know, you got some cats out there carrying face mask and hand sanitizer, but they still having raw sex with strangers. <laughs> you out your goddamn mind. <laughs> Come on, man. Wrap it up. Get you some hand sanitizer and condoms. Yeah, I- I've been carrying around hand, sanitize- hand sanitizer for years. Long before this damn virus. I actually picked up that habit off of a of an ex-girlfriend of mine. You know, she used to always carry hand sanitizer in her car and up in the house. And it, it rubbed off on me. So, you know, thanks a lot, sweetheart. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? We, we, ain't, we ain't talking no more, but thanks a lot. You know, you probably saved my life. <laughs> but uh, that's going to do it, y'all, for THR. Wash your hands and wash your ass. I'm out.
Yeah,